0: Hello, hello. Hey guys, this is Misha. Welcome to Tell Them I Am. There's this one type of Sufi meditation called Sema. It started in Konya in Turkey back in the 13th century. You might've seen the really famous image of a man in a white flowy garment, tall maroon hat. He's looking up, his arms are outstretched. He's one of the whirling dervishes. The whirling dervishes are the people who practice Sema. The meditation normally starts with someone reciting prayers. Sometimes there's drums. Then the dervishes, the devotees, they take off their black robes, and they reveal the white robes that they're wearing underneath. That act of taking the robes off is supposed to be like being reborn in a more honest, more divine place. And then, in their white robes, they start to spin, one by one, until they're all spinning. Their right hand faces the sky, and their left hand looks to the Earth. Some people say that the dance itself is mimicking the planets orbiting the sun. Which is so beautiful. For us little creatures to do the dance of planets, Expressing the abstract, the spiritual and the physical movement, that's not something new. We've done it forever. But the spinning in this meditation gets to me because it's not just the planets. The cells in our body spin, the atoms that make up the universe spin, the stars above us. The pilgrimage around the Kava Hajj is people fucking spinning around what's supposed to be the house of God. And that's the remarkable thing, right? That sometimes it takes so much collective motion to find true focus.
1: I'm Yuna Zarai. I'm a singer songwriter from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, based in Los Angeles. And uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm an artist. <laughs> Can you go into a little bit more detail
0: of your love of the movie, Honey? <laughs> When did this love come about,
1: and, and why do you love it so much? <laughs> okay, my love for that movie, Honey, um, you know, I grew up, it was an MTV era. And uh, I remember as a teenager, I would rush back from school just to watch MTV. I would, you know, watch music videos. So that was like my my whole thing, like back then. And uh, when Honey came out, I didn't know like Jessica Alba could dance. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'd be living in that movie. I'd download like all the um, the music from the movie and just, like, live in it. For a kid in Malaysia, it was almost impossible to find hip hop class available and accessible like that, you know. So we would be living in these movies and we would be watching it over and over again as if we're taking her class. You know, as if we're like, that's my teacher, like Jessica Alba in this movie is my, my dance teacher.
0: Ten years later, Yuna moves to the United States to become basically a gigantic pop star.
1: It never happens. Like, I never thought in a million years I would be able to, you know, travel to the United States and to have an actual music career, you know? And um, so doing that is pretty much like, okay, well, I can't I can't screw this up. The pressure to do well takes over her life. It
0: overshadows everything else.
1: I've always been um, someone who's just afraid to say no because I feel like maybe I would miss out um, an opportunity or I didn't want to like let someone down. Yuna's life at this point is out of control, like
0: non-stop work.
1: Don't have time for friends. <laughs> you pretty much don't have time for anything else. Even though she's crazy busy, she somehow meets a guy. And um, he was pretty much like my best friend and basically the, the only person that I would hang out with, the only person that I know. All her friends and
0: family are in Malaysia. So this guy is basically her biggest connection to the US. But
1: then they break up. I was broken, you know, like I was crying. I was like a mess. When you find yourself in a place that kind of just like made you feel um, like nothing. You know what I mean? Like at the time I really felt lost. It was a a really, really um, difficult time for me to feel like I was enough, you know, as a woman. And then she remembers honey. I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna make this day instead of this being the day that someone completely destroyed my life, <laughs> I'm just gonna make this day where I pick up hip hop dance. Twenty minutes later, I'm on my computer and Google. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, I'm just like on on my computer. I'm like, okay, let's look for a dance class. I've always wanted to do that. Let's see what let's see what we have, and um, I found this. Um, it's called Diva Hop, and this was in downtown LA, just like a few
0: blocks away. She finds the number to the dance studio, picks up the phone, and says,
1: So this class that I'm looking at, Diva Hop, like, is it like intermediate? Like, is it for beginners? Like, is it for, for advanced dancers? And she was like, Girl, just come. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, so wash my face, and then just put on, like, a little bit of makeup. And mind you, at this time, like, my eyes were still, like, red from from puffy, from, from crying, but... Wait, you walked the same day as the breakup to the dance class? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Can you imagine the most devastating day of your life up to that point? And you're like, no. I'm not going to let this define today. Today is the day I learned to dance. So, Yuna nervously walks a couple blocks from her apartment to the dance studio.
1: When I walked in, the name of the choreographer um, really stood out for me. Her name was Karma Reigns, like karma. And I mean, what a cool name. As Even as like a choreographer, you know, like... I felt like I was in a movie already. I'm like, wow, the name of my choreographer is Karma Reigns, my dance teacher. So I went in and there were all, all these girls and they were just kind of like, you know, around my age or younger. And and I didn't know what to expect. And then Karma walks in and um, she has um, these braids on. They're so long and she's just like the coolest person I've ever seen at the time. And I was like... Oh, Oh my gosh, she's so cool. And I remember standing. I didn't want to be, you know, super far back. So I could like have a good look of what Karma was doing. Her moves were always really sharp and fast. And I couldn't do it. Like Karma likes to add like a lot of um, booty moves. (laughs) It's not exactly... Twerk. It's not exactly twerking, but a lot of these moves, she would like incorporate, incorporate it like with like her actual like dance moves. And I find it so hard. And I just remember, them, you know, her trying to like teach me like, you got this it out. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun, you know. So um, after that, it's just like it changed. That moment pretty much just changed my life. I didn't miss a class like ever after that.
0: She starts to go to dance class every week. Multiple times a week. She's
1: obsessed. It just, you know, like, when you're committed to something on a daily basis, like, um, I guess like with the dance class, you just look forward to it. And at the time, I felt like, okay, well, I have work here and there. You know, like, I was still an artist. Like, I have fans. I have people who know me. I walk down the street. Sometimes people stop me for photos. but. When you're committed to something, it, it becomes yours and it becomes like a like a really cool secret and no one's gonna take you out of it. And when Yuna says no one, she means
0: literally no one.
1: <laughs> I remember my manager trying to pull me out for a meeting, and I think it was with Usher, like for the very first time. Like um, he was trying to get me out of my class, like on on Wednesday, on a Wednesday night, and he's like Yo, so ushers in town, uh do you feel do you think you can like come and we go for this meeting? And I'm like, but I have dance class. <laughs> and he's like, yo, bro, come on. you know, he was so annoyed like, come on, like it's just a dance class. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm already ready to go for this class. so we need to reschedule or something. That was this one time my ex came back and he wanted to, to try and I don't know, get together again he was trying to take me out for dinner and it was pretty intense, it was kind of like, you go to this dinner with me or you'll never see me again and I remember being just like I have dance class tonight I'm not gonna skip my dance class Like, this is something that I love. I'm not going to sacrifice this thing for you. I'm sorry. And he was like, all right, so I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave town. Like, I'm like, OK, cool. (laughs) So I went. I didn't know and I didn't care. You know, for the first time in my life, I felt like I didn't care. When I was learning how to dance, the part that was really difficult to do was spinning. And karma does that a lot, and you just have to nail it. But these are the things that she would teach me, you know, like, okay, Yuna, just make sure your head and your eyes are just like at one spot, and then you just spin, and then you will land the same way you started the spin, you know, so it's just really simple. You just have to practice. And I think it does have a lot to do with with my life as well. You know, like um, things are moving, like, Everything was moving so fast for me. Like an album, a single, a tour, you know, like it was nonstop. And I was this person who constantly said yes to everything. But now it's just like, I know I'm a nice person and I don't want to offend anybody. But at the same time, I need to be nice to myself. The dance class really just gave me like a, a new perspective, like in life. Like I just need to spend some time to... Nourish myself before giving myself away to everyone else.
0: Tell Them I Am is presented by Higher Ground Audio and Spotify. And produced by Dustlight Productions. I'm your host and executive producer, Misha Youssef. The executive producers at Higher Ground Audio are Dan Fearman, Mukta Mohan, and Anna Holmes. Janae Maribel is editorial assistant. From Dustlight Productions, Mary Knopf is our executive producer. Ariana Garib Lee and Jonathan Shiflet are our producers. Arwen Nix is our editor. Valeria Alarcone is our apprentice. This episode was written by me, Mary Knopf, and Arwen Nix. It was sound designed by Mary Knopf. Valentina Rivera is our engineer. David Linard is our composer and made our gorgeous original music. Emin Ahmed is our illustrator and the creator of our episodic art. Elizabeth Goodspeed made our amazing series tile art. Special thanks to Rachel Garcia, our development and operations coordinator. From Spotify, Executive producers are Daniel Eck, Don Ostroff, and Courtney Holt. This podcast was originally a production of LAist Studios.